Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, they'll be introducing themselves and uh, what their top uh, song and artist was on their Spotify raps. I've got Emma Gabriel Garcia. Yeah, um, I don't use Spotify enough to have one, but honestly, if I was going to guess, it's probably Lana Del Rey and probably the song West Coast. Or... Ultra Violence. Okay, Adam Scott Allen? I can't... This was days ago, Chris. What was the question? I I don't think the Strokes was my was my top artist. Um, what was the song? The song, well, the top Stroke song or the top overall top overall song. Someday. Yes. So it someday. wasn't someday. Someday was second. It had been knocked down. The top song was the one by Taylor Swift. Okay. Uh, and Jesse Lynch. Uh, I think I was using Spotify to listen to like cult documentaries <laughs> and sure, yeah, I don't yeah. think it does a rap for that okay I mean but, but... is famous Texan guitarist David Koresh your number one artist on Spotify then <laughs> <laughs> no I don't know if you guys know this but Bobby Manson had an early career as a guitarist <laughs> <laughs> okay right so Jesse prefers his earlier stuff we're going to talk about Champions League that's happened later on we're going to talk about Champions League that's happened this week. Uh, we've got bits and bobs of news. Unfortunately, Sexual Assault Corner is back, I'm afraid. Uh, we've got the Premier it's League come this weekend. Come on. It didn't really, to be fair, did it? Uh, okay, so um, in Group F on Tuesday, Paris Saint-Germain won, Newcastle won. Alexander Izak gave um, Newcastle the lead before uh, a rather controversial Kylian Mbappe penalty gave uh, Paris Saint-Germain a 94th minute uh, equaliser and um, the ball deflected off Livermento's chest onto his arm so um, lots of people saying this was unlucky some people saying well this was due to UEFA guidance which was later rejected by UEFA so the decision was correct um, who's seen this and how do we feel about this being given as a penalty yeah I didn't see this you did I did not okay anybody else I can make things up, though, if that's helpful to anybody. That's always helpful. Make make some things up about whether it was justified or not. Yeah, I don't think it was, you guys, because I think that when Kylian Mbappe said to um, the ref, it was actually a product of the witch doctor that should have been believed. Mm-hmm. Well, that's fair enough. Emma and Adam, have you, have yeah. you seen a clip of this? The witch doctor, no. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't photograph well. <laughs> um. The uh, let's talk about the penalty then. Who saw that, Adam or Emma? Uh, no, but I I believe people were real angry about it. They were, although. Why? Um, what happened to make it angry? It deflected from his chest onto his arm, and it was given as a penalty. And some people were saying this is very unfair. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant as in the actual penalty. I thought like 
No. You were telling me like he, like he backheeled it in or something from the penalty spot and it made people mad. No. Uh, although Danny Schofield on Twitter, Danny uh, Schof81, who went viral last year that's because he suggested anybody over the age of 35 at a music festival is um, uh, embarrassed themselves. He said maybe it shouldn't have been a penalty. Maybe Jamal Khashoggi shouldn't have been brutally murdered and chopped yeah. into easily manageable pieces. The universe just isn't fair sometimes. Um, Chris, a... is this your burner account? No, it's not my burner account, sadly. Uh, it's, um, he got a fair bit of grief from that. Lots of people replying and telling him he was bald. Bald or bold? Bold, as in no hair. Oh, bald. Yes. Not bald. Bold. They're, 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 they're different words, Chris. No, the, no, same pronunciation, different words. Like C and C. No, no, no. No. Different pronunciation, different, different words. Pronunciation. No, different, they're not. Different spellings. Yeah. Different spellings, yeah, but same pronunciations. Yeah. No. 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 Bold. Yeah. And bold. Bold and bold. Yeah, that's, yeah, well, no, bold and bold. <laughs> like C and C. I can see the C. And at them. Okay. Just do the vowel sound. Bold, bold. <laughs> it's the that wasn't even the vowel sound. That was the whole word. I love our listeners, whoever they are, so much, and I really hope they enjoy everything we're bringing to them. At and O. Yeah, I understand a different at and O, like I'm a three-year-old. I understand different, different word. A and O. I understand. You know how sometimes you have two different words, and, they, and you say them in a different way so people know what word you're saying? It's R That's what's happening here. O. So, okay, so say them again, Adam. <laughs> I said, you know how. No, no, say the say say the say the say the word with the different pronunciations again. <laughs> but now you're. I'm sick, so this isn't. I'm, <laughs> I'm also sick. Bold, yeah. And bold. So which one was which then? You can be bold yeah. in what you're doing. Yeah. And you can be bold and not have any... It's the same word! You just said the same word! No. <laughs> oh, anyway. Um... Bold. Bold. <laughs> and bold. No. You can boldly shave your head and make yourself bald. You're just saying the same word! <laughs> right, Newcastle. Uh, their bench had two goalkeepers uh, for teenagers, so they're uh, they're still being hit hard by injuries. Uh, in the other game in this group, Milan lost three one at home to Dortmund. So uh, Royce and Bino Gittins and Kramadiemi scored. Dortmund qualified for the last sixteen. Um, they won their last three, which is pretty good, since they didn't score for the first two games. So. Uh, Dortmund are on 10 points, they're top of that group. PSG are on 7, Newcastle on 5, Milan are on 5. Um, Newcastle, they had that good start, didn't they? Uh, they need to get something from their last game. Um, in Group G... Do you to lose confidence on how many points Milan had? <laughs> no, definitely 5. Definitely 5? Yeah. Just, okay. I can boldly say there were 5. You can boldly say it. Sounds like you boldly say Group G, Manchester City 3, RB Leipzig 2. RB Leipzig went 2-0 up at half-time through goals from Lewis Opienda, um, who is he's looking a fabulous player. Uh, and goals from um, Alvarez and Doku. Uh, or, oh, sorry, Alvarez and Doku came on as half-time subs, then goals from Harlan Foden, uh, and then the winning goal from... Alvarez at the end. Uh, young boys 2-0 up against Red Star. Um, goals from, an own goal from uh, Nadelkovic and uh, Lewin Bloom. 
scored for Young Boys. Um, did anyone see highlights from this game at all? Either of these two games? I don't tend to watch a lot of Young Boys. (laughs) (laughs) I did this joke to you last year and you thought I was very rude and horrible and sexist. Yeah, it's better when I do it. It is, is, yeah. And it's also now come to our attention that you watch a lot of Young Boys. (laughs) This is true. (laughs) This is very true. Uh, So Manchester City are top of that group, 15 points. RB Leipzig qualify there um, on nine points. Uh, Then it's Young Boys on four and Red Star on one. Uh, in Group E, uh, Celtic crashed out of Europe. They lost 2-0 to Lazio. Oh, I'm just going to um, try and find the Away Days account on Twitter because they had some uh, TIFO from the Lazio fans. Has anyone oh my God, seen the this? the banner stuff? thing that you sent me. Yeah, that was just one of them. There was quite a few there. Uh, okay, so some of the banners um, displayed by the Lazio fans are the Celtic fans. Um, here's one. The famine is over. Go home, fucking potato eaters. Um, Celtic paedophile club is another one. Um, and here's the last one. Did the Fenian bastards take a shower today? <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yeah, Lazio fans um, with a lot of time and uh, boot polish on their hands making those banners. Um, <coughs> they left it late, so you got to cheer them over late on the 81st, the 85th minute. Uh, Celtic's last 15 in the Champions League. They've drawn three, lost 12. Um and elsewhere in that group, Feyenoord 1, Atleti 3, uh, know, a, a Gertrude own goal, which was quite unfortunate because he sort of stood there and the ball came out of, it was like a cross, I think. The ball sort of came in and he very sort of much in slow motion tried to move out the way he couldn't and the goalkeeper sort of agonisingly in slow motion watched the ball cross the line, unfortunately. Uh, and then a goal from Hermoso, the um, a really, really nice cushion goal, this from the second best Hermoso playing in Spain. Emma, do you think that's right, Fair? Uh, well, Jenny plays in Mexico. Oh, she plays in Mexico, so... damn it! <laughs> but your point still remains. Well, there's, there's ladies in Tasha Games this weekend. Will she be playing in Spain this weekend? Uh, maybe. I'm not sure. Okay. I was quite proud of myself for that. <laughs> you, 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 got, you got some of the facts right. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, to make things worse, this game wasn't even in Spain. It was taking place in the Netherlands. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there, there were no homosos in Spain this week. So, um, uh, Atleti are top you on le- none of <laughs> <laughs> uh, top on eleven points, and Lazio on ten. They're both through. Final on six. Guaranteed Europa League football. Uh, Celtic are on one. Uh, in Group H, Barcelona 2, Porto 1. Um, Costa gave Porto the lead, uh, through a re- uh, followed by a really nice goal from João Cancelo as he cut inside and played into the, placed into the far corner. And João Felix, uh, it's the first time since 2021 that Barcelona in the knockouts. Emma, uh, what's the reaction been to this in um, Catalonia? I mean... <laughs> I mean, I mean... I'm, guessing, I'm guessing the reaction to this in Barcelona City itself is more excitable than the one in your house. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> I don't care about the knockout stages. No. That's the point. So the people that live in Barcelona that um, do, what have they been saying? Yeah. Wait, right, Emma, like, this, this is becoming a... And we can't follow this. There has to become a point where we do care. We can't be like, we don't care about the group stages. We don't care about the knockout stages. At some point... Yeah. No, we don't care about the group stages, but we care about the knockout stages because then it's fun. 
<laughs> but you just said you just said you don't care about the knockout stages. No. Yeah, I said I don't care about the knockout the 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 group stages. Right. Okay. Don't yell at her. I'm I'm sorry. We're are you, all you, sick. Are okay? you are sick? We're all getting things wrong. <laughs> and I'm probably What's gonna say that because I was busy googling to see where Spain were playing. <laughs> and they are playing in Spain tonight. Phew. And they're beating Italy one 0 and Jenny is playing. So. And I'm guessing you know city, though? <laughs> at least in the States, they're not showing any of the women's matches except for like Canada and the US. What's wrong with everybody else? I thank you. It's like the World like, Series, I don't isn't want it? To have to watch Europa Conference League. I want to watch the women's play, but, you know, alas. Uh, okay, in that group also, Shakhtar Donetsk beat Antwerp 1 0. So Barcelona are top on 12 points. Porto 9, Shakhtar on 9. Uh, so Antwerp on 0, they're out. So it's between Porto and Shakhtar for the last place. Uh, on Wednesday, Group A, Galatasaray 3, Manchester United 3. Um, two goal, two free kicks from Hakim Ziyech um, and Atako Damn it. I love that guy. Atacoglu also <laughs> scored. <laughs> um, and four goals from Garnacho uh, and then uh, Bruno Fernandes with a really, really nice thumping goal. And Scott McTominay. So Manchester United with 3-1 up. Um, and we're also 2 up inside 18 minutes. So they really did conspire to throw this away. Andre um, Anana with a couple of significant errors. Although I have seen... Who's seen the goals for this? Has anyone seen this at all? I have, and I'm going to make some really important commentary that's going to blow all of your minds. Okay, got it. Um, Garnacho looks like a young Hillary Swank, and I literally cannot unsee it. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, you're welcome. Why have you done that? <laughs> I know, I know. I was watching this match, and it was all I could think about. It was like, wow, that is a million-dollar baby right there. <laughs> Jesse, for those of us who can't picture either Hillary Swank or Garnacho... Uh... <laughs> well... Garnacho looks like Hillary Swank. I guess I'm going to tell you Hillary Swank. <laughs> um, regards to Onana and the goals he let in. So the first one, the free kick where it goes through the wall. Mitigation for him is the fact that maybe he doesn't trust his wall, so he's trying to sort of cover two places at the same time and, and sort of gets to neither. And the other one, the cross that comes in, um, does Mar Anthony Martial duck out of the way of that header and leaving... Onana very little time to react at all. Are they mitigated circumstances for him or did he make two absolute clangers? Wait, are you saying that he doesn't trust his own teammates to just be in the way? Kind of, yeah. To be fair, would you trust your Manchester United teammates? I <laughs> wouldn't trust Anthony Martial to do anything. I don't know. I've seen a lot of them just be in the way. <laughs> yeah, but of each other though, not the oh, opposition. Right. No, no, no. Right, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I get completely correct on my butt right rephrase it he doesn't trust his teammates to be in the right place at the right time yes mm. oh he doesn't trust them to be in the right way yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. i get you they're, they're getting in the way of each other they just don't get in the way of the opposition at the right time but yeah jesse do you see what i mean about that or I'm is sorry, i really need to cough but my skype won't mute <laughs> oh. so i'm just gonna <laughs> sorry do you need a spittoon just to gob your phlegm into <laughs> There you go. Oh. Don't don't smoke, kids. It's bad for you. <laughs> um, smoked in my life. <laughs> Jesse, do you um do you see what I mean? In regards to that, or is Garnacho? Uh, sorry, not Garnacho. Um, uh, Anana sort of at fault for both those goals. Um, 
I didn't think it until you said it, but I could see that. Or maybe it's like a lack of communication in the back. Hmm. You know, somebody needed to have said either I got it or Onana needed to yell, that's on you. And maybe they just, everybody's sort of playing in their own, in their own bubble. Yes, there's a general lack of coordination there, isn't it? Which I guess in his penalty area does come down to the keeper a little bit, I imagine. Maybe he needs to be louder. Maybe he does. Yes, maybe he does. Um, Galatasaray had 16 shots in the game. Um, I think Eric Ten Hag talked afterwards, after the match, about how they controlled it. That doesn't sound like they were controlling it, especially given the scoreline and the fact they were 2 nil up as well. Doesn't sound very in charge. He needs to make it sound like he's doing a good job. I don't think he wants to get fired. No. Do you reckon he's talking to uh, Ineos when he says things like that? (laughs) Rather than... Yeah. Uh, Bayern drew 0-0 with Copenhagen. So Bayern are top on 13 points. Copenhagen and Galatasaray both have um, 5 points. And Manchester United are on 4. I think Manchester United scored or conceded 3 in pretty much all their games. Apart from the the home game to... um, uh, to Copenhagen, which is and and that had drama at the end because of the penalty that I know I saved. Uh, so Stop it's been trying to make the group stages a thing, Chris. <laughs> I'm trying to think what's better here. Manchester United crashing out of Europe completely and utterly, so we have the the lols for that. But then they don't have European football for the second half of the season, meaning they could sort of sneak into the Champions League places. Or Manchester United having to play European football on a Thursday if they get the Europa League spot, but then they could end up winning it and back at the Champions League, couldn't they? I'm not going to win the Europa League. No, okay. Um, okay, in Group B, Arsenal 6, Lons 0, Arsenal 5 up at half-time through uh, Kai Havertz, a really nice goal by uh, Gabriel Jesus. Uh, Saka, Martinelli and Odegaard, and then a uh, Jorginho penalty in the second half. Arsenal qualified for the last 16. Um, also in that group was Sevilla 2, PSV 3. This was quite an interesting and fun game. Ramos and Ennazeri put Sevilla 2-0 up. Um, and Lucas Acampos uh, got a red card in the 66th minute. That preceded goals by PSV in the 68th minute through Saibari. Uh, a, a Gudel, Joan goal in 81 minutes. And a Ricardo Pepe, uh, 92nd minutes winner there, Jesse, for the American. I didn't know he was American. From, yes. From El Paso, apparently. That's in Texas. It is. Where the yellow rose is from. Um, Sergio Ramos, when scoring that goal, scored the 10,000th Champions League goal. Who would like to guess who scored the very first one in 1992? And I'll give you a clue. It's an Everton legend. Adam. <laughs> no, it wasn't. I'd have been free. That would have been impressive. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they're starting them younger every day. Yeah, they'd have talked about me. <laughs> Go on, Adam, who scored the first ever Champions League goal? Everton legend. Uh, I don't know. Nigerian. Yakubi. No. 1992? <laughs> yeah, I know that he's not old enough. When you say Nigerian, it becomes possible. Scored two goals. Came on as a substitute. Scored two goals in the 1995 FA Cup semi-final. Everybody uh. remembers semi-finals. <laughs> also, like, 1992 was time ago. It's about ten minutes for me, unfortunately. <laughs> uh, you're not going to get this, are you, Adam? No. No, no, I'm not. Shall I tell him or shall I just leave him? 
Go on, I'll tell you. Dan- Daniel Amakachi. Ah. Uh, I, feel, I feel like you're I all a bit... Un- me a million guesses. A million? Yeah. How many Nigerians have played for Everton? <laughs> yeah, but that's suggesting that I can... One million more. and one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just want to talk to you, Emma, a little bit about the Severe team, because the average age of the Severe team was uh, 32 years and 19 days. That's the oldest ever for a Champions and League starting 11. <laughs> no. So that's Sergio Ramos, Jesus Navas, um, I think other names as well. I'm trying to think how what a Campos is. I think he's getting on a bit as well, isn't he? Um, yeah, this is quite an old team all of a sudden, isn't it? I, I don't associate that with Sevilla. I mean, those, like, four guys. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, no, but the, the whole average age was... Ramos, Ramos must be nearly 40. He scored his first goal in 2005 in the Champions League. Yeah, and last weekend he got his 10th red card. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, are people talking about this? He's an old man. He's done it all. Are people talking uh, about this severe team in, in Spain at all? There's the... They're not doing that great. No. Like, they're in the bottom half of La Liga. Um, so they're not doing super great. I think, um, along with many teams, they have money issues, which I think um, <clears throat> is hindering their rebuilding. That's why they had to sign the Ramos. If they really think they've got money issues, come and talk to me. <laughs> like you personally? Have yeah. you, are yeah. you going to advise them or are you going to tell them about your worst money issues? We've got we've got ten points less money issues than you'd think. Oh, okay. Well, we can talk about that in a bit because obviously the, the Everton launched an appeal today, so we'll talk about that when we get on to Everton. Um, so I've still got twelve points. PSV eight. Uh, Longs have got five. Uh, Severe have got two, but they're not out of it because they've got a better goal difference than than Longs. They're probably out of it. They're probably mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm torn between Ali Wahi because I really like him as a player, but he's got a, quite the Wikipedia page under controversies. Um. So yeah, it's quite difficult. Actually, it's not difficult. He's, you should see his controversies. Difficult, <laughs> <laughs> you should see his controversies. And it's coloured by the fact I bought him a football manager, and he's very good on that. I think. Um, group C, Real Madrid. Despite his controversies. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's not real life, though, is it? So he hasn't got those controversies on. On a football manager. I mean, currently on football manager, um, an Italian called Ecchi Ecchi Italiana is the manager of Liverpool Football Club. So. <laughs> It depends how real you want to make it. Amazing though, it's like the people on Football Manager if they got like negative points for being bad people. That would be good. I mean, last year um, Echi Los Echos from Spain was managing Liverpool, so (laughs) (laughs) it's not real. Nice. (laughs) Uh, In Group C, in Real Madrid, uh, beat Napoli four two. Gio Simeone uh, gave Napoli the lead. He was very happy about that. Who saw him celebrating in the Bernabeu? He looked pretty pleased with himself. Um, did he make his dad proud? I think he did, the way he celebrated, yeah. Uh, yeah. Zambanguis also scored for uh, Real Madrid. Goals from Rodrigo, G. Bellingham, um, and then Nico Paz and Yozulu. So there's some ne- Nepo kids uh, on this pitch because uh, Nico, Paz's got, Nico Paz's goal was really nice. Gave it a proper thump from the edge of the area. Uh, he's son of Pablo. Uh, Pablo Paz um, played with Diego Simeone at the 1998 uh, World Cup in Argentina, uh, for Argentina in France, which is pretty nice. 
And also on the bench for Real Madrid was Lucas Canizares, son of Santi Canizares. Nepo babies. Nepo babies indeed. Um, so, yeah, it's pretty cool because he's a goalkeeper as well, young Canizares Jr. Isn't that cool, Chris? It makes me feel old. Yeah. Well, somebody I went to school with in the same year as me, about three or four years ago, became a grandparent. Well, that's just a problem. That's very old, isn't it? Jude <laughs> uh, Bellingham got his 15th in 16 games for Real Madrid. He only scored 14 for the whole of last season for Dortmund. Um, Sporting Braga 1, Union Berlin 1. So Real Madrid are top on 15 points. Napoli 7, Braga on 4 and Union Berlin are on 2. Finally, Group D. This is a rip-roaring snorter of a game. This was Benfica 3 into 3. Jean Mario with the first half hat-trick. Jean Mario, um, who once cost... Uh, he once cost Inter Milan 45 million euros, where he scored four goals in 64 games. Scored a hat-trick for Benfica against Inter. Made no difference as Marko Arnautovic, uh, Fratesi and Alexis Sanchez scored second-half goals. And uh, Inter came back to draw 3 uh, And also Real Sociedad drew 0-0 with RB Salzburg. Um, so Real Sociedad and Inter are both on 11 points. RB Salzburg are on four. Benfica are on one. Benfica, it's a shame because they did so well last year and so much was expected of them. So uh, did anyone <laughs> did anyone see this game or not? Sorry, anyone see the highlights from this game? Didn't they sell all the good players? I think that's a thing, isn't it, Benfica? They, or, or, I think um, it is a thing. With them, yeah. yeah, they constantly sell their good players to try and get. Them. Of course, one of the ones they sold was Darwin, wasn't it, Jesse? There you go. Yes, they did. They did, they did. Uh, and speaking of Darwin, we go to the Europa League as Liverpool what beat... What do they do with their good players? What? Burn. He just said something disparaging about Darwin. Darwin Let's <laughs> is the cutest little talented baby. Adam Scott Allen. You're sick. You Jesse. don't want to get into this with me. Jesse, he did the one thing you can't come back from. He's not Argentinian. <laughs> You know what he did. My boy is perfect. What did he do? What did he do? He wears red yeah. every week. Yeah. Okay, but he needed to work. So they, his boy's got to work. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the Europa League then, so um, Liverpool beat last 4 now, so... Uh... Just following orders. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Nice, that's a nice little comeback to a Jewish lady. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah to you. <laughs> Adam, shall I get you a shovel? <laughs> no, uh, I'm good. Luis Diaz, uh, two goals from Cody Gakpo and Mo Salah, um, gave Liverpool the 4 0 win over Lask. Uh, also in the opening, back at Pola, uh, they lost 1 0 at home to. Um, uh, West Ham goal through Suchek in the 89th minute. He keeps scoring goals after the 88th minute. He's doing very well with them. Uh, West Ham are qualified uh, with foot to the knockouts with a game left. AK Athens nil, Brighton one. Jao Pedro penalty also saying Brighton through. Uh, Rangers one, Aris Limassol one. Rangers are second. They are um, uh, away to Betis in the final game. Betis are top of that group, so they need a positive result in uh, Seville to um, to qualify to the knockout stage. Conference League, Legia Warsaw 2, uh, sorry, Aston Villa 2, Legia Warsaw 1, Alex Moreno and Moussa Diaby. Um, Simon from the Sunday show was there and not impressed at all with the Legia Warsaw fans as they caused a bit of, um, a, a bit of rumpus. Yeah. 
I think <laughs> I, I saw the man that tried to throw the jar of mayonnaise and slipped over and got a big round of applause. <laughs> mayonnaise. Bringing mayonnaise anywhere. Aston Villa already qualified, but a third goal would guarantee them top spot. So in Group E, so they need that for next time. Uh, and then HJK Finland two, Aberdeen two. Aberdeen are now out. Uh, okay, so wait, I know something about that game. It got delayed because the keeper was getting pelted with snowballs. Oh, was he? Oh. Yeah. That's fun. Who invited the Eagles fans? <laughs> See, that's exactly what I thought, and that's why I remembered it. Uh, okay, bits and bobs of the leagues this weekend. So, in Spain, um, Real Madrid are top on 35 points on goal difference ahead of Girona. They drew 1-1 with um, Athletic Bilbao at the weekend. I think it was uh, Inaki Williams scored the goal that stopped them going top. Then it's Atleti on 31 and Barcelona on 31. So this weekend it's Barcelona versus Atleti, Real Madrid versus Granada, Girona versus Valencia. Is someone doing sign language? No. <laughs> it was you. you can't, importantly, you can't hear sign language. <laughs> of course you can hear sign language. No, you beep, can't. Beep, 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 that, beep. That's not sign language. That's more Oh my God, <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> Point of sign language is that you're going to compare them to other people. For God's sakes, Christopher. <laughs> <laughs> Morse code, then. <laughs> Emma, what are they saying about Barcelona Athletic this weekend? <laughs> Why are you still my bit? Emma, what's the word on the street about Barcelona Atleti? I don't know. I'm not allowed on the streets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we're going to get our ass handed to us. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're playing babies who shouldn't be out there. Um, yeah, your babies are very good, though. They are, but they're all being broken into yeah. terrible messes. So you think the big bad athletic players with their sort of anti-football are going to turn up and bully them? Yeah, do you not think that Diego Simeone is not just going to go, look, there's Pedri, break his leg. Kill him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's Frankie de Jong, he's just come back from a serious injury, break his ankle, go nuts. Well, that's true. Uh, and Griezmann's going to score, the obviously. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. In Italy this weekend, it is uh, Inter top on 32 points, then Juve on 30, Milan 26, and Napoli 24. So it is um, Milan Frosinone, Monza versus Juventus, and Napoli versus Inter on Sunday night. In Germany, Adam, it is um, Bayer Leverkusen top on 34 points, then Bayern Munich on 32, Stuttgart 27, Dortmund 24. So Stuttgart versus Werder uh, Bremen, Bayern versus Union Berlin, and Bayer Leverkusen versus Dortmund. It's first versus fourth. How do you see those results going, Adam? What's the word on, on the street of the lads in the gym? Is that in Germany? <laughs> Adam goes to the gym and um, Adam goes to the gym and talks to the men there about football. Are women not allowed at the gym? I don't know, Adam. Yeah, yeah Adam. <laughs> Adam, what kind of gym are you going to? <laughs> um, I've forgotten what the original question is now, Chris, because you've put me in your—you've just absolutely buried me under some lies. <laughs> 
Why well, no, I just said Bayern versus Dortmund. What are the lads at the gym talking about it? And, and then it was uh, suggested to you that there's no women at your gym. I'm too sexist. sick to go that to the gym. That is a sexist gym. Oh, so who do, so do you talk to your XG WhatsApp group then if you're too old to go to the gym? Uh, the, the the XG WhatsApp group has been quiet. Has it? Yeah, one of them had a baby. So what do you, what do you, who do you talk to then? <laughs> no, no one. I just have Emma brings me more messages. I um... and I'm sick, so keep from... without information for days. In fact, the message from there. the messages you send to Emma are meant for me. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself. Not all of them. Uh, in France, PSG are top on 30 points. Then it's Nice on 29, Monaco 24, and Lille 23. So it's Le Havre versus PSG, Nantes versus Nice, Lille versus Metz, and Monaco versus Montpellier. Elsewhere, it is. Um, the Belfast Classico, Emma, as Glen Torren play Linfield. Uh, no, it... not everything is the Classico. I know, I, th- I no. thought that would annoy you. <laughs> just, I'm going to have a coughing fit, and <laughs> it's rage big. <laughs> I was going to say, is that related to your point? Or are you just having... <laughs> uh, in... angry makes me cough. In the Netherlands, it is the Cracker. This can be too terrible. In the Netherlands, it's the Cracker as final play PSV. Uh, I don't know if this is a derby or not, but in Belgium, it's Genk versus Ghent. Um, See, why can't it just be a derby? Why has it got to be a classical? I don't know. I don't even know if that is. It's just two teams that have got a similar sounding name. Um, In MLS, Jesse, it is the playoffs. So, uh, it is LA FC versus Houston and Cincinnati versus Columbus, which, Emma, isn't known as a classico. It is known as the Hell is Real derby. Yeah, Ohio. Hell is real there. Why would it be known as the Hell is Real Derby, Jesse? Are you aware of this? I think Emma's right that, like, the only reason you go to Ohio is... It's not called a flyover state for nothing. Well, apparently there is a signpost between the two cities uh, that says Hell is Real. So that's why it's been named that. Oh, it's the Bible Belt. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it totally is. Hmm. Does that mean that... I mean, surely the signpost between every city that plays football. Because it means everybody there wears the Bible on their belt. Yeah, <laughs> they need a Bible. Uh, it was a style at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and in Jamaica, I don't think this is a derby, but I just want to see what you guys think. Um, it's the humble lions versus the cavaliers. Would you rather be a meek humble lion or an arrogant cavalier? Humble lion is adorable. Yeah, I definitely yeah, want to be a humble cute. lion. Would you? Okay. Yeah, 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 for sure. Right, bits and bobs of news. Uh, Guys, I'm afraid that Sexual Assault Corner is back. Um, A BBC investigation has noted that Premier League teams played two players uh, and kept one manager in place while under investigation for both uh, or either sexual or domestic assault. Um, Yeah. Seven out out of 20 clubs have been investigated since 2020 in the Premier League. Uh, one unnamed woman said the lack of action after reporting the player um, for rape uh, led her to suicidal thoughts. And she said that um, she went to the police in August 2021. Uh, she emailed the club, the FA and the Premier League. The club came back and said it couldn't intervene in a police investigation, but continued to promote the player on social media. Um, the FA replied saying there was no, quote unquote, no evidence to suggest that the player posed a harm to fans or children mm. to do with the club. Um and also, the, the ladies that have spoken out said that they have received threats from fans saying um, they should 
keep quiet uh, if they know what's Does good for them. Does his name sound like Thomas Tarty? Well, they the, the ladies themselves have agreed to speak on uh, condition of anonymity. So I don't know if uh -huh. naming the players <laughs> would draw any attention to them with the Man on the Post lawyers listening. Um, so I don't know. <laughs> That's why I didn't say his name. That is true. Um, I want to ask you to... Uh, T'was ever thus, you know, men being good at sports and to some extent men being good at being rock stars um, gives them carte blanche to sort of behave how they want. You can look at many cases within the world of sport and you can look at many cases within the world of music. Anthony Kiedis in his autobiography says he slept with a 14-year-old girl um, and wrote a song about it and you can see the Red Hot Chili Peppers selling out stadiums everywhere and you will see footballers and other sportsmen be lionised. Is it as long as you're good at singing and sports, you can pretty much do what you want? It doesn't matter if it's sports, it could be anything. It's money. If you make people yeah. money, you can do... Also, like, <clears throat> like, I guess generalizing, but, like, women don't really matter as much, so one... <laughs> <laughs> you know, bringing in all of this money definitely trumps like rape and trauma. And let's not forget that the system is weighted towards uh, not the defendant rather than the yeah. Yeah, you know, it's not. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna. Call yeah, like I can get even my even. <laughs> Yeah, um, like, what's it's, face? It, it's not stacked in the victim's favor when it should be. Yeah, I, I mean, we've talked about this so often. I don't know what there is new to talk about it, but this sort of comes on the back of the... Um, I've, I posted a link to it this, this week, and it comes on the back of the investigation, which does seem that it's not just a few bad apples. I mean, 7 out of 20 clubs, that's quite a significant minority, isn't it? And that's the only that's only the ones that we know about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think what one of them said was like the one woman came forward first, nothing was done, and therefore like more women were raped and abused. And that's just I, I mean, I think that said that was the thing that broke me in that article. Like, nothing was surprising. Mm. But it was also like, wow, they could have saved people, and they didn't. But is it, 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 yeah, is it too much of a thing to say this isn't just about a Premier League club? You can be good at college football or something at your university, and you'll be allowed to get oh, away with it. Oh, it translates to everything in life. Yeah. yeah. Rock stars, movie stars. And look, even in my old profession, like being a chef, they do it too. And they've gotten away with it. I know one of them. Like, I mean, it's pretty bad. If you're deemed to be good and of value or of high profile, you can do what the fuck you want and get away with it. Yeah. Um, also, still rather <laughs> depressing news is Deborah Cusack, mum of... It's really depressing. Sorry? It's really depressing. Yeah. I read that Benjamin Mendy the Manchester City ex-guy yep. rapist um, was suing Manchester City for unpaid wages. Uh, one of us went on a date last week where the dude brought that up as in, wow, false allegations really ruined his career. <laughs> 
And I would very much like to apologize to the patrons of the coffee shop I was in. I would have walked out immediately. Yell. Are you I would have just walked me? out. What, <laughs> what did you do? Out of there. I yelled, are you fucking kidding me? Did you? <laughs> yeah. Fabulous. <laughs> in what world, though, should he be able to sue them for unpaid wages? The I mean, thing is, if that happens, then that's the precedent. I think it's the world in which he wasn't actually found guilty of the... I'm not defending him, but he wasn't found guilty of the crime, therefore he thinks he can... He can sue for his lost wages because he, in and his in, in yeah in the eyes of the law he's done nothing wrong. That's the problem right there, yeah. right? Because the threshold of evidence that people need to get convictions, it's not you know a witness the the person that happens the victim gets intimidated and doesn't there, want to testify or give evidence and, and it's all over. Greenwood, yeah, and look exactly. at that like there's video and people are still like no. Yeah. Um, also this week, Deborah Cusack, mum of uh, Maddie, spoke to the BBC about the pressures placed on uh, female footballers after um, her daughter Maddie, who, spoke to sh- who used to play for Sheffield United, was found dead at her home age 27 a couple of months ago. Um, she was talking about how the fact that Maddie had no mental health issues until recently, probably as uh, early as last Christmas, but she only earned £6,000 a year playing football for Sheffield United, who are in the second tier of uh, women's football. Um, but she also had to work in the club shop as a marketing executive, and I think she had to have further jobs as well. She said the pressures are way too much, quote-unquote, uh, and the club have opened the Maddie Cusack Foundation. So, uh, oh, again... That's nice of them. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not the club. Sorry, the, sorry. the parents have opened the Maddie Cusack Foundation. Oh, sorry, not the that's club. nice of them. If yes, the sorry. Like, yeah, okay. So the club have brought in external investigators to try and find out what they've done and that horrible phrase, lessons being learnt. No. Um, yeah, that's so. like thoughts and prayers. Stop also, that. Also, the day before that article came out, the vice captain of Wellington Phoenix, who had scored their winner against... Perth five days before this um, retired, said she was stepping away from the A-League because she can't sustain a full-time job that she needs while playing for her the club Is it the case that so how would you what would you prefer? Would you prefer the fact that if that they get paid? Yeah, I'm just trying to uh, I don't know the budgetary pressures on a football club so would it be the case where they you would prefer them to stay amateur so the girls play football as an amateur level and then they have the job elsewhere or they don't get paid as much at a professional level if the clubs can't afford to pay them more but then i guess that pales into no, insignificance yeah i guess that pales into insignificance when you see what the men at the club are earning and maybe they could swap some of that around pay them the women in spain had to fight to be Reg, like recognized as professionals and that only happened like a couple of years ago yeah like the Barcelona team who won the Champions League and stuff they weren't professionals oh were they not? or classed as professionals now they are because they had to fight for it they get and even now the treatment and conditions and the pay is still just like garbage like just pay people what they're worth has there been any pressure in, in Spain or elsewhere that you know to pay the men less to pay so they can pay the women more? Yeah, but I mean, 
you know this country and <laughs> you know like all of the scenes after the women won the world cup mm. that's not gonna happen here okay um in slightly better news uh, next week's midweek games are uh, there's midweek games in the premier league adam next week they will be shown on amazon with uh, jeff stelling um is that better news I didn't. I, I didn't know how to segue properly. Huge evil corporate conglomerate. <laughs> I didn't know how to segue. <laughs> Sorry, I was still reading from my question I asked. I didn't phrase it particularly well, and then I did a very bad segue. So I'm going to borrow Adam. I'm going to borrow Adam's shovel and keep digging. Um, Mike Lowen says he, res, he quote unquote resents David Beckham still for the sending off at the 1998 in World Cup. He said quote unquote, I resent a lot of things. I, uh, Paul, Hintz, does. Paul Hintz missed a penalty and I resent him for choosing to shoot the ball the way he did rather than instead of the other. Uh, in the same way I resent Beckham for making the decision to kick Simeone. David Beckham, uh, obviously Michael... Does Michael Owen know what the word resent means? <laughs> <laughs> What's the no, implication there? You know There's an implication there that Michael Owen doesn't do anything wrong at all. Um, right, let's move to the Premier League. Premier League on Saturday, 3 o'clock, Arsenal versus Wolves, the Jeremy Ali Adiev derby. Um, Arsenal won their last four versus Wolves, and uh, the Arsenal have kept six clean sheets and only conceded 10 goals in the Premier League so far. That's the best defensive record. Uh, Wolves have got one clean sheet in 23 away. Can anyone see anything other than an Arsenal win in this? No. No. Jesse and Adam, Arsenal all the way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brentford versus Luton, three o'clock in the Roman Vine derby. He was quite a good player. Roman Vine was. I don't think anybody remembers him. Um, but I do, I do Rowan if you're listening. Uh, I, I talked to him about the wire on Twitter once as well. So we had a very nice chat to him. He seems very nice. Um, his favourite character was um, Omar. When you say talk to him, do you mean you tweeted him once? I think he tweeted about it, and then I tweeted and him back, replied. and then we had a little exchange of about two or three tweets between us. A bit like they're basically friends. They're best friends. Yeah, a bit like Guardian journalists seeing my um, Instagram story this week. Yeah. Which Guardian journalist? <laughs> Lars Simpson. Okay. <laughs> wow, Chris is big time. He saw it, Emma. I know, right? You saw it as well, Adam. I did. I, did. <laughs> I used my Spotify rap to stick it as my Instagram story. So. Uh, oh, but then I've I seen that. I don't. <laughs> I can't unsee it. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. It's good. Do you think Lars was like, yeah, that guy's got good taste? I've got to be honest. Nice. He only saw the first story. He didn't see the second or third sort of frames of it <laughs> he switched off after that uh, okay um, each of Brentford's last nine wins have been in London uh, this game is at home so Luton, concede, Luton conceded nine goals in the first three games but only 14 in the next 10 so they kind of sorted out their um, their defence they've led for only 85 minutes though which is the second least in the Premier League um, Jesse Luton do you think they're kind of finding their feet now or do you think they're still no. sort of no you, you don't Next question. Okay. Uh, my next question is, Emma, how do you feel the team of Tommy Robinson, how do you want them to do this weekend? <laughs> I want them to lose <laughs> terribly. <laughs> I, I hate them. I hate their fans. <laughs> I hope they get relegated. Sorry, Luton fans, but you're just, you're just not 
good people. Uh, Adam, some Andy. of you, not all of you, obviously. Well, not not all Luton fans. Let's remember that we just said that Arsenal are going to win, and they were famously supported by Osama bin Laden. So, yes, he comes from Kabul and supports the Arsenal. That's what they used to sing. <laughs> I'm not even sure any of that's true. Yes, right, he was. Yeah, that's what... Okay, I hope Wolves win eight nil. That's what they used to sing, and in the weeks oh, no, after... no, no, no. I'm sure they might have sung it. Mm. But I'm not sure if he comes from Kabul. I don't think he does from Kabul, but it rhymes no. with Arsenal. I don't think Riyad rhymes with it Arsenal. It doesn't rhyme with Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> also, I guess the real question is, if he had been on the Titanic... <laughs> and, and how bold would he be? <laughs> well, he wasn't a bald man. <laughs> In the cave, didn't he? <laughs> um, right, Burnley versus Sheffield United at 3 o'clock. The Adiak in by Derby. Burnley have lost their last six um, uh, home games. And Burnley dropped 14 points from winning positions, which isn't going to get you out of the relegation zone. Um, Sheffield United have got four points from their last three games, but they have conceded 34, which is the most in the league, Adam. Um, how do you feel this one's going to go? Oh, difficult, isn't it? Is this last of the match of the day? Uh, well... What are the other options? Uh, Brazil versus options, Germany, nineteen seventy. Um, <laughs> that was probably actually quite slow when you think about it. Though. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the two thousand eleven Champions League final. Aww. It's probably gonna. That's probably gonna be the main game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a banger. Uh, and then finally, it's gonna be England four, Netherlands one from Euro ninety six. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the main game. Yeah, so you think you think after all those, Sheffield United Burnley will be last? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Uh, and how do you think the game's going to go? Remember, I both think... teams can't lose. <laughs> Damn it. Can't they? In my world, they can. <laughs> Who's going to lose the least, Adam, in this fixture? Um... Why just come to me with all the hard questions, Chris? Was that hard? Yeah. I think coming on a football podcast and being asked who they think is going to win at the weekend <laughs> isn't a particularly challenging question. You're here for your expertise and knowledge. You want me to field this? I don't have any expertise or knowledge right now. I got you. Hang on. Hang on. Yeah. It's going to be nil. Well, but, 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 hang on. It's Adam, going to be boring. Adam's got to message you to then tell me. I just read his mind. It's fine. You read his mind? Oh, my God. What else did you see? Terrible, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be nil-nil. Okay. It's going to be boring. Everybody's going to regret going there because they're going to freeze to death and not be entertained. <laughs> it doesn't seem a very pleasant way to spend an afternoon, does it, Jesse? I, I can think of worse ways. Is that helpful? Can you go on, then? Name, what? Name three worst ways. Going to New Jersey. The dangers of the fun. Being on the Titanic. Watching American football. <laughs> um, doing my job right now. Okay. Three. Um, Nottingham Forest versus Everton. Three o'clock, the Kevin Campbell derby. Um, no Awiniwi or Felipe for uh, Nottingham Forest. Forest are winless in nine games with that um, Awiniwi as well. Uh, Everton, Dominic Calvert-Lewin is a doubt, Adam. You'll be no surprise to hear. Um Shot. <laughs> Everton have not lost outside the city of Liverpool since August. Their only away loss has been <laughs> brushing his teeth. Just... He... Okay, sure. brushing his teeth that night. Actually, hurt. 
Yeah, I know. Um, Everton haven't lost outside the city in Liverpool since August. Their only away lost um, since then is against Liverpool in October. Uh, their fourth, this will be the fourth away win, and it will give them the same number as the last two seasons combined. So their away form is pretty decent. Um, two things. How do you think this game's going to go? And did you want to talk about 10 points deductions? Um, Everton will lose because they're rubbish. Even though I've just quoted the away form and Forest Ball form without I knew we. And they lost last weekend, didn't they? They did lose last weekend, yeah. But you still think Everton will lose? Everton also lost last weekend. <laughs> That's true. Oh, was that not who we were talking about? Right, yeah. Okay, both teams lost last weekend then. Yeah. Um, the 10-point deduction. Yeah. I just didn't see it coming. Did you? No. I saw all the news stories about it, but I just thought that there were maybe some much bigger fish that were maybe going to protect us. <laughs> Do you think... Like ones from West London. There's a some... lot of yeah. those fish. Do you, do you don't think it takes longer to investigate and catch 115 fish than just one which is probably why that's taken so much longer that's a very forgiving attitude to take Chris it's not forgiving it's just logic sure it, but they've, they've also had those um, those for a lot longer haven't they oh have they okay they should have, they should have been working on those ones first <laughs> um, yeah but when you get a piece of work do you do the easy, quick one, or do you do yeah, the one sure, you've had? Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, 10 points just seems slightly excessive, considering you can go into administration and get 9 points. Yeah, where does that number come from? <laughs> and, um, what was my other beef? Some of it's just a little bit like some of it is like there are a lot of extenuating circumstances towards the <laughs> money, like having to give up loads of sponsorship because of a certain war in Ukraine. Well, should you have those people involved at your club in the first place? Not, yeah, complete, don't disagree with that, Chris. But when you make plans that involve that and then the, those plans change. And you're being judged when that money you thought that money was going to be there and you you cut your cloth accordingly do you not i guess you do if this was another club if this was say wolverhampton wanderers would you be lolling or would you be equally as annoyed for them i'd be equally as annoyed for them <laughs> you bloody wouldn't <laughs> no i would because i think the hypocrisy between the West London and East Manchester clubs and this and any other club is quite startling so you accept the fact you've broken the rules but you think the punishment is a bit yeah. harsh I accept the fact we've broken the rules but I think the rules are a bit stupid and I think the punishment is a bit harsh I mean the rules being stupid you still have to obey them no 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 yeah 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 but I think that the reason the rules are stupid is because of the aforementioned I think that the, the uh, extenuating circumstances Mm. that maybe some some judgment could because it's to do with the, the sustainability clause in FPP right and the amount of losses you can have mm. and we're talking about a period that covers the COVID losses and then the losses resulting from said sort of changes in ownership and in and some of the income that had to be lost 
due to the sort of naming rights that were given to the training ground and so on. But COVID wasn't unique to Everton. No, but what when you add those things together, like maybe we could have sustained each one of those things individually. Mm. But then when you add them all together, then you break the sustainability rule. Like it's not like we've gone into administration like other clubs in the Premier League have done before and then got a volunteer um, uh, a voluntary um, creditors agreement and not paid the tax bill mm. looking at you Portsmouth we've just lost too much money but okay. the club is still there okay um, Jesse and Emma can you cheer him up for the result this weekend yes will you <laughs> <laughs> Two very different questions. <laughs> um, Emma, mm-hmm. I think, we think, mm-hmm. Emma and I think that Adam has so much going on in his life that's so great mm-hmm. that this one match in the scheme of things, you know, what even is it? Adam, do you remember? Um, come. No, we're not done because Emma <laughs> and I also think that, um, that you can enjoy Everton even if They're they don't shit. win. <laughs> that's great. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, Newcastle versus Manchester United, eight o'clock in the Gabriel Overton derby. Newcastle um, won their last three in the league. They had that. Uh, resounding victory against um, Chelsea last weekend, didn't they? Um, sorry, they won the last three in the league versus Manchester United. They had that victory against Chelsea last weekend. Um, Newcastle won the last five at home. They scored 18 goals at home this season. That's more than Manchester United have scored home or away. Um, United, though, they won their last three in the league. Uh, they got 15 points from their last six games. Um, although Manchester United so far are the only team in the Premier League without uh, a goal scored with the left foot. Jesse, would that make a difference? I didn't follow any of that, so yes. <laughs> um, Emma, apart from mm. my left foot, as Daniel Day-Lewis would say, uh, do you think that um, Newcastle will be emotionally knackered out after their uh, draw against it's Paris? So true. What's that? Um, do they have anybody fit? Are they, st- are they had... back from injury? Are they still going to have three goalkeepers on the bench? I think they will. Oh, tough times. Oh well, for the yeah. Oh well, <laughs> for the sports washed. Whatever I read out of that tweet earlier on. <laughs> uh, so, what do you think is going to happen? Newcastle are going to win? Do you think, or United sort of terrible but still quite stubborn, uh, going to see them through? I do think. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think Newcastle are going to win because Manchester United are terrible, and I don't understand how they're so high in the league. <laughs> It boggles my mind. I was looking at it last weekend, thinking, "Is every other team awful?" Well, they had the they had the last minute win against Fulham, didn't they? And they had those two goals in the final couple of minutes against Brentford, where they won that two. Oh yeah, they didn't deserve to win that one. Yeah, Yeah. and they were two nil down against they were two nil down against Forest, and they won three two. So they they've been spawny, haven't they? So that's what's that nine points of spawniness? Yeah, but at some point. 
that's going to come back and and it won't happen to them anymore because karma yeah karma is a boyfriend isn't it Adam <laughs> god I love that song <laughs> somebody didn't have that song and he's rapped <laughs> um, no sorry karma is a guy on the chief <laughs> yeah that's unfortunately true yeah uh, oh, guess what? We had snow on the beach this week down here. I love that song too. Ah! <laughs> uh, Adam, what do you reckon to this game, Newcastle Man United? Um, uh, I feel like making me choose between my two least favourite cousins. What are their names? <sighs> and choose to do what with them? spend any time with them okay what are their names my two least favorite yeah mm, it feels unfair to include the ones i don't really have ever really spoken to doesn't it yeah but you've nope. no exactly <laughs> they're not gonna listen to this are they yeah but are they my least favorite because i they are they doing okay because of the benefit of how little i know about them well that's true you might have ones you actually know who you think oh my god yeah i do yeah correct. yeah okay so what, yeah. what are their names uh, Jennifer and Jessica. No, they're not. <laughs> you just made that Yeah, they up. are. They're twins. Are they? Yeah. That's so mean to name twins Jennifer and Jessica. I hope they're not cool. children. Your two least favourite cousins. I hope they are. I hope they're like five years old. <laughs> With pigtails and summer dresses. <laughs> they were born three weeks Chris. ago and already they are ruining. Yeah. Chris, I'm, Chris, I'm 35. How am I going to have cousins who are Five. I don't know, but you can have weird things like your uncle being a few weeks older than you. Yeah, but my dad's one of the younger of the, the like eight children, so. But if Chris's friend can be a grandfather, then anything is possible. This is true. Yeah. Also, do you think Jennifer and Jessica listen to this podcast? <laughs> Absolutely not. Have they listened to it? Are they? Will they get to an hour and one minute into this podcast and suddenly sort of? They they wouldn't do anything. They wouldn't do anything this cool or interesting. Why what? are they not your favourites? Tell us about them. Yeah. Uh, they're just the worst, Jesse. <laughs> Why are they like uh, entitled apprentice candidates, or are they just sort of? Um. Chavs. Why do you think his family are like apprentice candidates? Because <laughs> I know he's like an apprentice candidate. Oh, <laughs> an apprentice candidate. Wow. oh man! I see. I've heard. Of, I've seen and heard about your life. You live in like a, a studio apartment with like a fantastically well-paid job to do with adding things up. So yeah, compared to me, you are a, an apprentice candidate. <laughs> Shots have been fired. Who spends his days trying not to fall asleep and watching youth football? That's a you right. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're equating now. Yeah. Um, um, what was the question? Your cousins, why are they so terrible? Yeah. Why are they worse? No, no. They're hilariously, though, they're, they're, and the fact that they're twins, they're, they're the worst in the complete opposite direction. Like each of them is different kinds of worst? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, one of them is the most boring person you've ever met. Well, I don't know about that. Like, she genuinely would think, like, <clears throat> she thinks flour is a spice. 
<laughs> well, that just makes me sad for her. Yeah, like the most exciting thing in her life is cutting the, is cutting her children's sandwiches into dinosaur sh- shapes using cookie cutters. Like, oh, I don't know. That sounds pretty cool. For the kids. But... Does it? It feels like a waste of food. No, it's a if nice it, little thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but you eat them yourself. For the kids, but are you really putting this on Facebook? Oh no. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and what's the other one like then? Uh she's the complete opposite. She's a tear away. Well, that doesn't sound what boring. What does that mean? Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say she was boring. I said they were the work. Oh, the okay. Work. Yep. And the first one was boring. Oh, okay. But it turns out you can have too much of a good thing. I don't think that's true. What, too much of a good thing? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, think. but in this case, I'm just saying that... You're right, but in this case, what I'm saying is that... When you subtract... The opposite of, of boring is dramatic. You can have too much drama. That's very oh, true. yeah, that's true. Okay. So they yeah. just like, try to balance each other out, but in the wrong way. Yeah, they're very much a yin and yang situation. So do you have... What, a f- you, what you really want is a little... <laughs> warm water situation. Do you have a favourite of the worst two? Yeah, fire and ice, and you want like little warm water. <laughs> okay, Sunday uh, is... Um, <laughs> BM. Who's BM? <laughs> Bournemouth versus Aston Villa in the David James Derby. That's not how I would abbreviate Bournemouth. <laughs> no, I generally couldn't even work it out for you, then. We should see what I sort an Arsenal to. Um, Ollie Watkins is a doubt. Bournemouth have won three out of four in the league, uh, having struggled, <laughs> having struggled at the start. Um, they scored the fewest goals. What's wrong? Are we okay? Big Mac. <laughs> That's the only thing I've got for BN. Big Mac. Okay. Because uh, it means poop. <laughs> um, you, sorry, you need a poop. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> the fuck is happening? Jesse needs a poo. <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> no. That is not what she said. That's what BM stands for in preschool land. Oh, okay. I thought you said you needed one. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what? I thought Jessie was excusing herself to go to the toilet. Sorry. <laughs> How is that what that stands for? It. I think in preschool it just means bowel movement, but you'll hear parents asking about BM gotcha. all the time. Oh, okay. Gotcha. We've got a shop here called B and Them. Um, <laughs> so Bournemouth have scored the fewest goals from set pieces, but they've also can. They sell <laughs> everything, but yeah. now I want to know what B and M stands for. Bowel movement. Bowel. Bowel. Sorry, we'll have Ryan edit this out. Um, yeah, Bournemouth have scored the fewest goals oh, no, from set pieces, but they've also they've also conceded the most from set pieces. Um, <laughs> Villa have scored 31 goals so far this season. That's only the second to City. And uh, they dropped zero points from winning positions. So once they get in the lead, that's it. They don't let that lead slip. Um, Jesse, what do you think to this game? If you're um, not, not sat down in the toilet. I don't even know what he's talking about. Who are Bournemouth playing? Aston oh! Villa. <laughs> that's right. Got it. Got it. Um, 
Yeah, Villa are going to win. Yeah, Emma. Yeah. Oh yeah, I agree. Bournemouth are terrible. Um, As Villa are quite good. But they're not terrible. That's, that was what I said. They said they've won. They've won three out of four in the league. Yes, but you have to like explain it with stats. Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah, but sometimes you write down some things which aren't actually true. What? Emma Gabriel Garcia, what are you saying? <laughs> I'm I'm saying that. Sometimes your information isn't correct. Well, maybe if somebody wanted uh, to write their own fucking podcast, they can. Yeah. <laughs> I will. You just buy yeah. that. <laughs> you won't let me record it. So. <laughs> I keep trying to get Emma to do one called called Why Are Not All Men. Yeah, exactly. We just don't know how to do it. We've right. got ideas. Yes. <laughs> Well, Adam is here with his Riverside to help you when he can when he can use it. <laughs> and he won't use it. <laughs> Adam, who's going to win? Adam, who's going to win this game? I'm sorry, I was too busy looking up what being M stood for. I oh the store, I don't know. Yeah, 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 I do know. Go on. Um, could I guess? Bill- Billington and Mayman. It was the name <laughs> of the founders. What's the new Fun fact. Yeah. It was founded by two people, Malcolm Billington, that's uh-huh. where the B comes from, and Brian Maynum. So they both had B and M as their initial. Wow. Wow. That's pretty good. Who's going to win yeah, this game then? Good fact, isn't it? <laughs> Great fact. I want to know more about B and M. <laughs> Who's going to win this football match? Do you want to know another great I've got another great fact. <laughs> Go on. Um... You know my name is by Eminem. Do, do, yeah, do, do, do. Uh, I don't the, know what um, doing, but I know the song. Do, yeah. do, 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 do. Eminem. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the guitar the and bass part. <laughs> the guitar and bass part on my name is was played by Chad and Dave. Was it? Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Adam, who's going to win between Bournemouth and um, <laughs> Aston Villa? Aston Villa. Okay. Chelsea versus Brighton, 2 o'clock in the Steve Sidwell derby. Christopher Brighton. and Kunku. <laughs> Brighton. Done. Uh, CFC versus B-Stroke Ton. B-Stroke Ton? <laughs> <laughs> That's Brighton. Uh, Christopher and Kunku could Why start... Why don't you abbreviate Bournemouth to B-Stroke Mouth? Because that's more letters. <laughs> That's more letters. It's still shorter than Bournemouth. Why not go with AFCB? Yeah. <laughs> that's what people graffiti, isn't it? No, that's <laughs> ACAB. Uh, Christopher and Kunku could be involved. Are you guys the... talking in code now? <laughs> ACAB? Oh, wow. Are you talking in British code? ACAB? No, we've got that. Chris gets the Chris gets the pretend that he's ghetto in the street now because he knows that. Well, I only know it because but, I couldn't tell you. I was, the, I was there when he done. So. <laughs> I don't know what. The author James Montague has written a book called One Three One Two, and I said, "Does that stand for like a year or something?" And he said, "No, it stands for ACAB, which means all cops are bastards." Yeah. Right. You see it, graffiti. <laughs> Apparently it's nothing to do with medieval years. Um, <laughs> How dare they? 
which was a weird which was a weirder request behind uh yeah christopher and kunku could be available for chelsea for the first time reese james is suspended uh chelsea need to bounce back after that 4-1 loss um but they've only won one out of 14 at home uh that was luton in august um lewis dunk is suspended because he got two yellow cards for dissent in 10 seconds last week which is very funny and um, Brighton are the only team in the Premier League to keep a clean sheet um, a lack of Lewis Dunk won't help them do that will it Emma? Um, what? They're the only team in the league to keep a clean sheet? No without a clean sheet and they That's lost That's not what you said I said yet to keep a clean sheet I didn't hear that no. Wait Brighton or Chelsea? Brighton Right okay No Having Lewis Dunk suspended will not help that. No. Um, and I don't care about them anymore because and they injured Ansu Fati and apparently he's going to be out for a long time. Yes, so he is, yeah. I hate them for that. Yeah. They were supposed to protect him. No. And nurture him and send him back in one piece. Yeah. So I hope... Oh, I don't hope Chelsea win, though, because they suck. Oh, um, man. What are you going to do now? Um... Oh... Should we come draw. <laughs> draw? Okay. Adam and Jesse? Brighton. Brighton, Adam? Also Brighton. Okay. Why, why um, do you care about Brighton on. so? Why are you protecting them? I am a lifelong Brighton supporter, but also I hate Chelsea. But they injured yeah. my boy. Both of those. I know. Things. He injured I know. himself. Listen, He's I always think, injured. I think huh? Maddie Cash should go to I'll jail for breaking Sentancourt. Yeah, he should go to jail for that. That was really horrible. <laughs> yeah, he broke him. Ansu Fati and Dominic Calvert-Lewin just spend their days bumping into each other and getting injured. Um, West Ham versus Crystal Palace, two o'clock in the Neil Rudd at Derby. I Jar- think that I can imagine that. <laughs> donk, donk, donk. <laughs> um, donk. Jared Bowen and uh, uh, Abariciese are doubts. West Ham have trailed in the last six Premier League games, but they've won the last two of those. Um, but only one clean sheet in 16 games. Um, Palace have lost four out of five. Uh, Jesse, who are you going for here? Who are Palace playing? <laughs> I promise I do listen. Usually. West Ham. No, wait. Do you to read it all again? He's trying to get through this real fast because he wants to go to bed. Okay. I was like, that We're an hour and 13 minutes. This is too long for a podcast. Sorry, you're right. Um, no, it's I don't not. Care. It's not, isn't it? Don't listen to Ross. Well, I, I kind I of listen. I listen to myself and think, would I listen to an hour and thirteen minute podcast? We would if it's us, because we're adorable. Well, that's true. That's true. I don't care about this match. This is so the dream team, right? Here. <laughs> this is the dream team and Adam. This is brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, Emma, how do you think it's going to go? Actually, I need Adam on my side because he's going to have to edit this afterwards. <laughs> all of us out. It's just oh. gonna be an Adam monologue for an hour and thirteen minutes. <laughs> uh, uh, I say that, but he won't do that because he's what? Ill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too much Um, I think one of those teams you were talking about is gonna win. Marvelous. Um, <laughs> shit, I got a guess. I think. I think one of them was West Ham. <laughs> it was. Oh, then the other one was 
Then that's good because the one I can remember was Crystal Palace. So. There you go. <laughs> oh, there you go. Teamwork makes the dream work. <laughs> Two o'clock is Liverpool versus Fulham in the Carl Hines Riga Derby. Alisson and Diego Jota dance for Liverpool. Um, Liverpool at home in the league. Um, Chris, they... Liverpool are going to win. Move it on. Okay. <laughs> no, but I wrote this stuff down. So I want to. It takes about five minutes to write everything down. So I'm just going to read it out. Okay. Uh, Liverpool home in the league. They you pro- speed read that shit. I am. They've played 6-1-6, six, six, scored 17, let in 2. Uh, they won 12 points from losing positions so far in the league. Fulham are winless versus teams in the top half of the table so far this, 16, this season. They've played 7. Adam, Liverpool or Fulham? Ugh, Liverpool. <laughs> Jesse, Liverpool or Fulham? You're going to be great. You've got this. Oh, thank you. Darwin is going to get, like... Two goals. He's so cute. Like, just look at his cute little face. <laughs> uh, and finally, Jesse, Manchester City versus Spurs. Half past four in the Paul Walsh uh, derby. Spurs are missing ten players. That means they're only going to play one player. Um, this morning it was nine. Sorry? This morning it was nine. Well, now it's ten. So one, <laughs> one poor guy is going to have to take them all on by himself. Um, City have drawn their last two in the league, and they're winless in four out of seven in the league. Um... Spurs have like, lost their last one player that you're gonna pick. I don't I think Guglielmo. Like just put him in goal and let everybody take shots. <laughs> um Spurs have lost their last three in the league. Uh, and they can sit there there will be no Christian Romero. And they conceded Well, you say that, but <laughs> they conceded multiple goals in nine out of the last ten games without him playing. So he's quite important. <laughs> Well, let me say it again. They conceded multiple goals <laughs> in nine out of the ten games they played without him. There were probably other factors. Also, mm. he's a liability. Yeah, look, I'm not a Spurs fan, but every time I watch them play, he gives me anxiety. Yeah. Uh, so are we all going to Manchester City? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Right. That brings us to the end of our podcast, uh, end of our Premier League roundup. So, uh, Dave and Simon, Carl and Chris will be back on Monday to review the games that we've been previewing. We're Man of the Post. You can find us on Twitter at Man of the Post, Instagram and Facebook. If you search Man of the Post as well, you will find us there. Um, you've all left Twitter. You've left me alone, haven't you? Sorry. Oh, no. Uh, well. Chris, why are you still in that hellhole? Leave it. I, I like it on there. But also, Chris, where are? How can people find you? Also, tell us about your book. My book. It's amazing. I'm glad you've asked. Um, so you can find me at Cetchingham77, and you can buy my book from Oakleybooks.co.uk or, well, actually, do from Oakleybooks.co.uk because I get more royalties. You can buy my book from Oakleybooks.co.uk. Um, guys, thank you ever so much. You probably what need to great... sell the book. You probably need to give more present. information about the book. There you go, see? More information. It's a book about football within the, um, and its role within the fall of Yugoslavia. I mean, I, I don't want to tell you how to sales pitch, but I'd probably include the title. Mm-hmm. It's called Emancipation for Goalposts. That's there it. There you go. Thank you, guys. <laughs> You're the best. Uh, and always remember to keep your man in the post. <laughs>